Hello, Strat fans. You're listening to Stratology, the show for and by students of Stratomatic. I'm your host, Jimmy James. Today on the show, we have not one, but two great guests. First, we're going to talk to John Garcia of Stratomatic Games, and then to John Carter, Juice JC, Commissioner Extraordinaire. We're going to talk about the Strat 365 daily game and some exciting new developments with it. So, sit back, grab your cards and dice, and let's roll! Tournament Play! Before we get started with the interviews, I want to give out a couple of big Stratology congrats. First, let's start with the 2021 Players' Championship with now three-time winner Hendrix08, who beat Moody6, but Moody6 took it all seven. A big congrats to Hendrix08. Next, to the 2021 Barnstormers' Championship, Malamut 2002 as the wild card beat division rival Dinsdale in six after splitting the season record at 12 and 12. A big congrats to Malamut 2002. Okay, back after this. You're listening to the 365 Sportscast Network, the streaming future of sports talk radio. Listen to us round the clock on the net over 365sportscast.com. On your phone with the 365 Sportscast app. And on your favorite smart speaker by enabling the 365 Sportscast skill and saying, play 365 sports. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of 365 Sportscast LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Today here with me, I have John Garcia from Stratomatic. Thank you, John, so much for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me. Oh, dude, you're, it's awesome having you back, John. John is going to be here today talking to us about the 365 daily game because an amazing thing is happening. We're getting ready to have our fourth major tournament on Strat 365. This time it's going to be using the daily set. I thought it'd be great to have John on and kind of explain the daily set and how that type of a set works and if it, how it works a little different than the others. But before we do that, we got to do one other thing. Congratulations, John. John <laughs> just had his, and his, well, his wife, they just had their third child. So congratulations, John. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, uh, no sleep happening over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But the sleep depravity will be completely worth it, you know. <laughs> Plus, your, your kids are getting right to that age where you've got all the 
the cool stuff that'll be starting, all the kids' sports and all the after-school activity stuff, and that's a great time in life. Yeah, just uh, just starting, so it's uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome fun. time, man. Little league coaching was one of the greatest things I ever did in my life. Yeah, really. I can't really wait. Was. We just uh, we signed the oldest up for t-ball, so. Oh, awesome. So let's start talking about the daily game. Tell us how the daily baseball game is different than other Stratomatic games. Yeah, Stratomatic is always, everything we come out with is always kind of prior looking, of course. New, last season ends, we create the set and come out the new card set in February or we do older seasons or older um, specialty sets. Baseball Daily is the only Stratomatic set that we come out with that is the current season live as it's happening. So it's the first one to really keep us up to date. So each day, cards are getting updated based on how they they played the previous day, um, kind of their 2022 projections, season totals, and how they've played over the last, you know, recent at-bats or or innings pitched. Hot, cold kind of is included. So the cards uh, ebb and flow with how the season happened, how how their seasons go. Not just the offensive stats in a card. Everything's changing or has the opportunity to change, I should say. Steel rating changes based on how they're running. Their run rating can be impacted if they are injured or, you know, we detect that um, there's a change in their ability. Same thing with defense. Error rating changes every single day. On pitchers, same thing. Endurance changes every day. All these ratings have the opportunity to change every single day based on what's happening in the current season. It's kind of just a, a unique way to play. So at what time of the day do they change at a certain time of the day, exactly the same time every day? So um, on 365, the cards get updated at 9 a.m. every day. And at noon Eastern, um, all of these times are Eastern, actually. So 9 a.m. is the new cards. and or Sorry, this is dad brain here, early uh, newborn dad. <laughs> 9 a.m. is uh, the updated cards, and, and noon Eastern are the new cards every day. Cool, cool, cool. And now... As the ability of each card changes, does the salary cap change? So the salary cap does not change. The interesting thing about uh, daily on three six five is that the default salary cap is actually different than the other the others. Um, the default is eighty on the others. Here it's hundred million, and you have the opportunity to make more transactions every day. So the uh, the player salary never changes. So it's not really necessarily a game of finding the best player all season long. It's finding the 50, uh, the half million dollar player, the $1 million player who is playing above his pay grade, above his salary, and then adding in the studs based on, on top of those guys. Well, that's how the superstar players in the Barnstormers play. Oh, I mean, those guys are unbelievable. Unbelievable. That tournament it, actually it, just it, concluded. And it's, it's, it's that little bit of value. Yeah. Find, yeah finding fun. the value. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, and this game more than any, because those numbers are changing. So it's, uh, it's an interesting, um, interesting way to play for sure. Well, that's why I was just trying to think it, it, it's kind of taken that and uh, putting it on steroids a little bit, because now you're not just not looking at a set to see what's a good value. Now you're looking all the time, daily, weekly to see what's a good value. And that's really, I mean, most of these other sets, you can really draft a team and hopefully the team that you drafted or have changed in waivers is really the team you want to go to war with all season, basically. Um, 
the mystery games are a little bit different, mm-hmm. right? Where you look, where you, you realize what card you might have of a player and you trade them out for try to get somebody new here. Every single, I have a team right now, every day at 9.00 AM, <laughs> I am checking my team and seeing how their cards change. I'm looking at the box scores and MLB what happened the night before. So I kind of anticipate what's going to happen. Um, looking through those 50 uh, half million dollar players. Yeah. Trying to find the right guy who um, who had a hot day and who's um, had a couple of great games recently and try to add them to the team before their card gets good. Yeah. So I got them before somebody else does. Uh, it's just a lot of different strategy to it. It's definitely something. If you miss a day, it's like, ah, I got the wrong pitch starting pitcher going today. You know, yeah, I want yeah. to take him out. It keeps you on the site or, you know, checking your team every day. Yeah. Well, that kind of brings me to my, my next question is, to me, it seems like there's a lot of fantasy baseball elements that are added in. So it's both Stratomatic and kind of fantasy baseball meshed a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of our, yeah, our style of fantasy game. You know, we, when we came out there, we didn't want to make a fantasy game. That's not what we do here. but. Um, you know, we wanted to have something current and, um, you know, fantasy sports, it, it, it's not really box scores. Of course, you're getting, you're collecting points. You're, yeah. uh, depending on how they do, but this is stratomatic fantasy where you're get you're playing full nine inning or extra inning baseball games with box scores and results and defense matters. And it's stratomatic, but with yeah. current uh, current MLB, it's pretty it's cool. It's the best of both worlds. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. the daily interaction of the fantasy baseball. Yeah. And it's playing the game that you love. And we found that, um, you know, during 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 COVID in 2020, when there was no um, baseball, we found a lot of fantasy players had nothing to play, and they came to Stratomatic. And, um, I've, of course they couldn't start with daily at the time, but they were able to move on to, to daily and, and they've stuck. You know, we see those same players that started in 2020 coming back to play this daily game. Well, I noticed, especially during that time, the number of people in the tournaments really grew. Oh. And I was kind of one of those guys too. Now it wasn't because of pandemic that I started. My best friend got me into it about. I don't know, five months before, but I was still playing a lot of fantasy baseball. But once fantasy baseball wasn't here, I needed something and (laughs) Stratomatic filled it. And then all of a sudden I didn't have to deal with like guys being out with COVID list. (laughs) And I don't know that plus the tournament play and loving that competition. It made me stick. It made me stick, man. I'm a I am a true blue fan of 365. And you know, I was a skeptic at first. My best friend said, Here, look at this. Uh, my we could play it here online. I'm like, that is that gonna be like the plan like when I was a kid? Why not? <laughs> but now I run at least six teams all the time. I have an addiction. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's hard not to. Once you start going, it's it's really it's hard not to keep on playing. It's uh, 
Well, and then I do I do the mystery, so that means I got two teams always current going with that. Um, mm-hmm. Added up to four teams, you know. And then if I'm playing both the players and the barnstormers, that's two apiece there. So I'm <laughs> stuck already with those four, and then the the one I got to play with my group of twenty four, and uh, I'm in the keeper one now. That was a that's a cool one, John. If you ever get a chance to do that, do a keeper league. Started in 2007, keeping 15 guys going forward. What year are you on now? Oh, uh, just getting ready to start 2010. Nice. I was the fifth best team in 2009, I thought, but dude, I got bad rolls for Timmy's card. It was like 60 more on the hitter's card. <sighs> and it was like, oh man, that just, I might as well have had a $5 million card instead of wasting that money on a nine. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know. Uh, okay, so one more thing before we take a quick break. So if the salaries don't change, what are those salaries based on? Are they based on last year's or are they based on on projected this year? So the cards on opening day are just based on projection, which of course uses last year's numbers and um, sometimes minor league totals, depends on a player. But um, so it's really based on that projected card and um you know we see how they play over the first week or so um sometimes it, it counts for that a little bit but it, but it's really kind of projected for the season okay so that then that's what that salary then is based on is that projected? yes yeah and when a new player comes up or plays for the first time so his debut like today i think albert Hamora debuted um you know that again that that his first card is really based on projection, so it's going to be based on that. So um, whether it's that opening day or, or mid season when the player debuts, very cool. Okay, we are going to take a very short break. We will be back to talk a little bit more about three sixty five daily with John Garcia. Back after this. Hi, this is David with Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes. Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes, or MTDB, specializes in handcrafted dice trays and dice towers for any board or tabletop game that utilizes dice. Now, the purpose of MTDB is twofold. Number one, it keeps those pesky dice in the box and on the table and out of the paws of the cat. Number two, it reduces the noise produced by the dice rolls. Foam-lined walls and towers deaden the sound. Each tray and each tower is personalized to the needs of the customer. Catch us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes. Our website is www.mtdbgaming.com. That's www.mtdbgaming.com. Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes. Look us up.
back. Okay, so my next question, John, is how long has the daily game been around? So we started daily in 2015. I um I think we actually launched it in twenty in uh, spring twenty sixteen, but um, started testing it in, in summer twenty fifteen and getting it going then. And um, so it's, you know, it's it's been a few years. Are there any new things that came into the game this year? Yeah, so I, I think this year is the best year that we've had baseball daily because it's um, a little bit more automated now than it was. So injury ratings. Um, are now picked up by our service rather than um, kind of a combination of automated and manual. And then um, pitcher endurance ratings is completely automated now, which I, I it's just really a much better, um, much better flow to, to match reality, um, to match the real life season. So um, you know, these things are more automatic. It um, really makes it easier to play. Okay. So I know there's a baseball daily game available for the Stratomatic windows game. Is the 365 version similar, the same? Are there a lot of differences? Uh, it's interesting because the cards themselves are the same, but the gameplay is not. Um, the Windows version, really, um, you're, you're playing out the actual schedule day by day. Um, you can't play ahead. So obviously, you know, right? If today you're downloading up to May, May um, you know, early, early May. And um, you, you have that day's uh, roster. All the transactions are made for you that, that uh, up until um, the, the cards are created. Um, you have the actual lineup gets pulled in when it gets announced. Um, the, the starting pitcher. So it's, it's really just kind of, it's almost an as played replay that we have for other sets for the Windows game, but uh, live. So, and, but then on this gun, you're doing all that yourself. Nothing's pulled in. It's your 365 team. Is yeah. Obviously 365, you're, you're drafting your team. It's like a normal 365 league just with those, using those cards. Okay. Um, so really the only thing they share are the cards. Um, the, the gameplay style is, is two totally different things. Okay. Very cool. Uh, are there any specific strategies that the players of the daily game use that might be different than what you see in the other Strat 365 games? Uh, I think just a way of searching for values is different. I mean, I go through those relief pitchers every single day to find the one that went, uh, you know, two, two or three hitless innings, perfect innings the night before and try to snatch them up before those cards change. Um, so it, it really it's the same style of trying to find those values here. You really, I mean, um, you cycle through players a lot more frequently than any other leagues, I think. Um, even the Mystery League, I think you're cycling through daily uh, quite often. Um, what about drop you know, penalties then? Drop penalty, 5%. 5% straight. Um, really, I, I, you know, I don't even mind guys picking up guys who are underperforming, assuming that they're going to turn it around. You know, a guy, a superstar guy that's not playing well. I mean, now this year is... I think is a little bit different the way the power is playing in MLB. Those cards, you don't know if they're going to return, <laughs> but um, you know, just a, a player who's underperforming generally, I, I think it's a pick them up before that card turns just to secure them on your team. As long as you have the salary cap space. Yeah. Okay. Are there any other unique elements to the daily game that we haven't really talked about yet that you can think of? Uh, I mean, we've kind of been through everything. Um, 
I mean, the ratings again, that's, that's kind of the key them them changing as well as just the card itself. But um, yeah, that was interesting to me that the air ratings and all that changes and the, the running ratings and the stealing ratings change. I, yes. Steal, I thought stealing about the hitting changes, but I hadn't really ever thought about the fielding changes that would be made. Yeah, the E ratings are uh, fun to watch. I think so the guy has a three hour day, all of a sudden jumps from an E10 to an E25 you know, or something, and oh. slowly comes back down until he makes an error again. Uh, yeah. um, you get a lot of more E zeros until they make an error. Yeah. Well, that, that would really change probably the way the beginning of the season plays to the end of the season plays. Well, so they start with the prior year's error rating or, oh, okay. or a. Um, more generic error rating. So they start with something. They don't start with an E0. Okay. Uh, but they definitely jump around uh, over the year. It's pretty uh, pretty fun to see. And, you know, you, you don't change what position people are playing in, in the other leagues. Here daily, sometimes you're, you're swapping, you know, all of a sudden, like, I got to change a DH in a second baseman because the, oh. the E rating changed. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, a lot, lot more to it than just uh, just the offensive card. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I see that now. Um, I'm getting ready to. I, oh, I've just joined a league that's getting ready to start where everybody's taking two real teams and mm-hmm. pulling just players from them, and then gonna draft for the other for the guys from the other six teams. Um, and uh, I thought it'd be an interesting way to do my first one. Because it would kind of like have a structure already to it. So I'd only have so many guys that I could be looking at. So yeah. I wouldn't have to look at every team's guys. I'm like, okay, so I can get kind of the concept down. So I I'm, I'm think I'm going to do that. And then um, another cool thing is this this daily game is the one that um, was mentioned uh, by Mike Kruko about uh, with John Miller's team about using the DeGrom card the daily card last year, how awesome that card was and how he was whooping them all with a DeGrom card. (laughs) So that was almost my first real introduction to it was Mike Kruko talking about John Miller's beating everybody with that card. So that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Some of these cards, I mean, some of those pitches cards in particular in daily, they can really get nasty. They, uh, nothing on them. They're unbelievable sometimes. Oh, so is there anything else you would say to strat players out there to convince them to try the daily baseball game for the first time? Anything else that you? Yeah, I mean, it's just such a cool and different way to play than a generic 365 league. Because, um, again, you you really every single day, there's something to do. It's, there's a trade to be made. There's a transaction to be made. There's just lineup changes. I'm I'm tinkering again, even if it's just the order of the lineup. I'm changing it every day. Every yeah. single day. So um, there's always something to do. Very cool. I kind of also see the co- the connection by if you were playing the daily this year, how that would lead into playing the yearly set next year and like the Players' Championship. And I also see how this could very much uh, be a good thing for guys who do like the mystery, who do like the movement of the mystery, who think – that the yearly sets are too static for them. I think that's why a lot of the guys that do like mystery like it. Yeah. It would give I, them daily interaction. Yeah, definitely. I think it's 
closest to the mystery game. I, I think it takes it a little bit, a little bit further. Um, you know, re- I didn't talk about this earlier, but really the best part about daily is its connection to the actual season. The game that you're watching in real life, you have an opportunity to use it in Stratomatic the next day. Um, it, it connects it to the season a little bit better, um, and it'll be a little bit better. So, I I, I try to never be a homer when I'm playing Stratomatic because, dude, being a homer, I got too many buddies that'll be playing as a homer. I'm like, dude, you should be playing a different dude there, but. <laughs> On this one, I'm going to be the two of the two teams that I'll be having is my San Francisco Giants. So as they do better, I'll do better. <laughs> and I'll like that. <laughs> so there's that aspect we haven't even talked about, you know, be a homer. <laughs> Get your guys, and, you know. Oh, yeah. Play some of those guys. So, okay, John, thank you so much for being here, dude. We appreciate it every time you come on. And um, congratulations again. Tell your wife we say congratulations. And, uh, dude, thanks so much. Thank you. Will do. I'll be back soon. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the 365 Sportscast Network, the streaming future of sports talk radio. Listen to us round the clock on the net over 365sportscast.com. On your phone with the 365 Sportscast app. And on your favorite smart speaker by enabling the 365 Sportscast skill and saying, play 365 sports. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of 365 Sportscast LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Okay, guys, we are back with the second half of the show. Now we are going to start talking about something very, very, very exciting with one of our favorite people, regular contributor to the show, John Carter, Juice JC, commissioner of the Mystery Tournament, and now commissioner of the brand spanking new, fresh out of the box, 365 Daily. Set tournament. Uh, how have you? How have you been, John? Busy. I'm great. It seems. <laughs> yeah, I'm great, Jimmy James. I bet you never thought you'd be talking to me about a different tournament other than the mystery tournament, eh? Uh, exactly. You know, <laughs> I was thinking about it. You know, it, it, it didn't occur to me about this for a tournament, but once it came about, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what the fourth tournament should be. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. I mean, it is kind of the fourth type of game they have. Um, the user base is not as large. So 
you know, that's why maybe there hasn't been a tournament to this point and, and why we're trying to sort of start something small and see if it can grow, uh, you know, potentially up to the size of the other ones. Well, there's no doubt. People that play it love it. Yes. There's nobody that I have heard that got really was into it that ever said, oh, it's okay. Every time it's, I love it. And so that's that's very impressive. And, you know, John has a team. So when you work someplace all day long and then you're like, hey, man, why don't I play a little? That, that says something to me. Well, I think it's one of those things that once you try it out and you get familiar with sort of the nuances of it, then you get hooked. And you know what? That's one of the benefits of having a tournament is it'll attract some people to try it out and, uh, you know, learn learn to love it like like those of us that play it regularly do, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, that's how I was with a mystery is the yep. tournament is what really got me into playing mystery sets. So I think this can be the same for a lot of people. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's a lot like mystery in that it's, you know, it's taking a little bit of extra strategy on top of the, you know, the strat game that we're also familiar with. So it just gives another element that you have to consider more strategy in the game day to day. Right. So that's, that's the appeal for people like myself to this, to this format. Yeah, I, I definitely see how a mystery player and someone who plays these types of sets would definitely, uh, I can see how it would appeal to both people, I guess is the best way to say that. You know? That's right. There's no set it and forget it in this format. You got to watch your, watch your team and, and make changes on a, on a pretty regular basis. So you got to be on your toes right from the beginning of the year to the end. John said he checks his team every single day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got to, like, be right (laughs) on it. So that's that's awesome. And, you know, it kind of, in some ways, it it does combine a little bit about that, that, you know, single set play and a little bit of the mystery play. I see there's there's a little flavor of each one in there. So yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, the card, but the card is changing. So it's almost like you're right. It's a kind of a combination of the, of the two other types of, of sets that we play. Right. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So let's talk about some of the details about the tournament. So how many rounds are there going to be? Okay. So there's going to be three rounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's going to be, um, kind of a, uh, the default setting for each of those rounds. Uh, again, we're starting out, so we're not going to sort of play around with, with the different salary caps or the different, uh, you know, penalties throughout the season for drops, et cetera. So it's going to be three rounds using the default for the daily leagues, which is a 100 million salary cap and 5% penalty throughout the season um, with auto draft format, you know, waivers one day after the draft, no restriction on, on the ballpark being used, that kind of thing. And the reason it's 100 million and 5%, which might be a little bit different than what you're used to with the other 365 sets is there's a lot of changes. Like the nature of the, the daily game with the cards changing every day, you are making a lot more transactions over the course of the season. So that sort of explains why those settings are the way they are as a default. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So when... Well, first thing is sign up is right now, correct? That's right. Sign up is open now, uh, open until Sunday, May 15th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, as per usual, uh, you know, log into 365, go to the discussion forum, and you'll see the baseball daily thread there, and the sign up link is there. Um, again, because we're you were sort of this is a new tournament, and because we're you know growing it with sort of a smaller user base to start. Um, there's a little bit of a first come first serve basis where, 
Um, when we get to 36, those first 36 are definitely going to be, uh, you know, part of the tournament. And then from that point on, we want to get seven new participants to f- sort of form a waiting list and get sort of past that 50% of another 12 man league before we say, okay, those people are in for sure, because it will be difficult probably to find a large number of fillers. So mm. that's kind of the way we're, the way we're doing this again, it's because we have a smaller user base and, and really, again, like I said before, that's the benefit of this tournament. We can grow that user base and uh, we won't have to have those types of restrictions. Maybe if there's a year or two for this, right. Yeah. Well, and another thing getting in that first year, you can kind of help be, you know, part of the guiding how this tournament grows because you know there's no doubt each of these tournaments have grown to the point to where they're each individual things you know none of these tournaments are alike there's no cookie cutter stratomatic tournament it's this one does it this way this one does it this way and you know one day i'm sure there'll be lots of different scenarios with different you know along yeah. the way it'll it'll happen i'm sure so that's really cool to be in on it at the ground floor like that too I think. yeah and you're right about you know the ability to influence future tournaments potentially because like i said we're keeping it simple with same salary cap same penalty structure um but that you know likely will change in the future and be like some of the other tournaments where you know some of those uh some of those things change round around so um, those are decisions that'll come once we, you know, of course, we want to get one sort of simple and straightforward tournament under our belts first before we start, uh, you know, making it more complex. Oh, definitely. You got to have, you got to have a control. Every mm-hmm. experiment has to have a control. <laughs> a baseline, right? Yep. That's it. So, so when's the first event going to start playing? So, as I said, the signups uh, close on Sunday, May 15th. And then uh, the very next day, you know, the random generation of the first round of the leagues will take place. We'll have everyone join their league and that, you know, and have the drafts take place and the waivers take place in that first week. And opening day for round one will be Monday, May 23rd. And then rounds two and three, um, they're starting very quickly after each round starts one week after the other. Uh, The reason for that is we really need to, again, because of the nature of the daily game where it is running sort of in parallel with the major league baseball season and relies on those, you know, daily stats to be updating the cards. We're really trying to, you know, needing to squeeze these three regular tournament rounds in and then a championship round before, um, or as, as much as we can before the end of the major league baseball season. So if you guys are listening on the radio, that means you have a, a, a week, and if that means that you're listening in podcast form, that means you got to hop on it right away because you've got about four days. So hop on it, guys. It's it's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun, I'm sure. Okay, so how is the playoffs going to work? So the playoffs uh, will work similar to what you may be familiar with with the Mystery Tournament, if that's one of the 365 tournaments you play. And the format for that is every regular season win in the three rounds will count for one point. So essentially it's, you know, counting your cumulative wins. Uh, And then there's bonuses for the playoffs. So if you qualify for the playoffs, if you're one of the four teams in your 12 team league that makes the playoffs, that's five extra points. If you then win that semi uh, semifinal round, 
uh, make it to the finals, that's five additional points. And then if you win your championship, there's five more points. So as an example, if you have a hundred win team and then you go on and win the semis, win the championship, that'll give you 115 points for that round. Um, and again, your round one scores get added to your round two scores and to your round three scores. And then at the end of those three rounds, the top 12 teams will form the championship league. And the winner of that league is the first ever 365 baseball daily champion. Yeah, I did. It'd be awesome. Be on that tournament page. Be the, be the first person on there. That would be very, very, very cool. Absolutely. We know how hard it is to win one of the other tournaments with, uh, you know, uh, 200 or so participants. Well, we're starting with a small one here. You might, uh, your odds are better if you know, if you learn the game quickly and, or know it a little bit, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> one thing about getting those extra five points for playoff wins, those really, really cover if one of your teams is just okay. Having that extra five, 10, 15 points is so important when you don't drop an event when you all when every event counts those playoff points i think are just so so important that's true and and the other tournaments as you know have at this point four or five or six rounds so it'll be interesting with this one with three rounds to see you know how much more does that one stinker team hurt you in the overall standings or how much impact would that one you know championship winning team have in, in the standing so i think we'll learn um you know just how consistent you have to be i think in some of the other tournaments some of the veteran players have a sense for what magic number they have to get to but i think we're, we'll be figuring that out uh for the first time with this tournament yeah well speaking of which in the other tournament that team that gritch has that has a <laughs> hundred and five wins and 30 something losses. That's just <laughs> insane. Yeah. And he's worked his way up to, I think number two in the standings overall. Right. So uh, it just, just shows how much when you have that one juggernaut team, how much you can shoot up the standings. Well, you know, John, I thought that team you had in the sixties was like <laughs> as good as gold as you can get <laughs> with those five <laughs> Hall of Famers all being on their MVP year, just about. You know, I mean, Ashburn, he is in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I believe so, yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so, but he was a later added, I think. But it, he, he, he was a little before on, my time, so. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all on. You had them all. You had Mays on his best, K Line on his yeah. best, yeah. Sears on his best, Ashburn <laughs> on his best, and who was the fifth guy? Oh, Allen. Yes, Dick Allen. That's right. I, but this team that Grish has, there's got to be 11 guys on there that are on their best season. Yes. Got to be 11. And, we, were, uh, we were counting them up. It may be 13, but there's wow. at least 11 guys that must be on their best season. It just goes to show you how much luck is involved with the mystery card set, right? I mean, not to take away from great players like Grish, but you know, you know, you have to be good to be lucky and lucky to be good, as they say. And um, you know, you'll find that some of those top teams, um, that's a big part of their story, right? And same thing for some of those stronger players that you see down in the standings. They may have had a, a run of bad luck uh, through the through the five rounds of the tournament. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. That he he's definitely got to have that Piazza one injury card because Piazza's <laughs> been in the whole time, and that's a beast. Yeah. He's definitely got this. He's got. 
Uh, 90 something home runs with bonds you know game <laughs> at, at, at game 130 something like that it's yeah. it's truly insane but you know it just shows you know the it it's it shows what great players there are out there too just yes, and- to, to know what you had to keep that together and, you know, it'll be interesting to watch them in the playoffs in that league because you know how uh, how hard it is for those 120-win teams to win in the playoffs. There's always upsets when you get to those semifinals. So that'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. Well, you know, I have the theory. You know, over 162, the best team is going to win the higher percentage of games. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a better by one batter, you'll win 82, and they'll probably win 81 if you're just yes. one good batter. You know. But, you know, uh, when you get to the playoffs, dude, it is all about the dice rolls you get that mm-hmm. day. Because Absolutely. you could just roll on their card the whole time and you have a team of superstars and you get no hit. Mm-hmm. And they could have a, a, a bad pitcher and you just landed on the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, it's unforgiving when you get to the playoffs in a short series, right? It's it's all in the way the, the dice roll at that point. That, that's it. You know, I'll, I'll hear people like, oh, I can get to the playoffs, but I can't win. I'm like, well, th- that doesn't say that's not really about your game plan. The fact that you're getting to the playoffs is about your gamemanship. Sometimes the playoffs is about the hot and coldness of the dice that day. Yeah, and you may have had a team that was feasting on weak teams through the regular season too, right? And then you get to the playoffs and you're playing nothing but strong teams. So there's there's lots of different factors when you get to that playoff time. That's true also. That's true also. Okay, is there any other things about the tournament that we wanted to go over before we take a break? No, I think we've covered it all. So uh, one thing maybe I, I'd like to add, Jimmy James, is that uh, this would be a great opportunity for people to that haven't tried out the 365 platform to try it out. Maybe there's some, some windows, uh, you know, windows strat players out there that have maybe even played the, the daily format uh, on that platform and, you know, likely haven't done a tournament in that platform. So, you know, they might want to try out 365, play a similar daily game here and, and participate in a tournament. Great, great idea. Great idea. Okay. We will be back right after this with more of John Carter. You've been listening to Stratology. Join us every Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on 365 Sportscast. Hi, this is David with Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes. Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes, or MTDB, specializes in handcrafted dice trays and dice towers for any board or tabletop game that utilizes dice. Now, the purpose of MTDB is twofold. Number one, it keeps those pesky dice in the box and on the table and out of the paws of the cat. Number two, it reduces the noise produced by the dice rolls. Foam-lined walls and towers deaden the sound. Each tray and each tower is personalized to the needs of the customer. Catch us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes. Our website is 
www.mtdbgaming.com. That's www.mtdbgaming.com. Michigan and Trumbull Dice Boxes. Look us up. Okay, we are back with John Carter. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the current set and a little tiny touch on some strategy stuff. Okay, so John, for those that haven't played the game before, is there any difference in the way that you draft or once you've drafted, set your team up differently than you would doing one of the other sets? Yeah, I would say there's there's some pretty significant differences because of the the nature of not only the cards changing every day but them being based on the performance that those players have had up to that point in the season with you know there is also a little bit of a recency bias if they've been hotter or colder over the last you know week or so or or last few games it also influences it beyond that sort of full season uh you know time period so as an example when you're building your roster if there was a league to draft you know, now in sort of early mid-May, um, you know, you'd have uh, the, the popular guys getting drafted on on draft cards would be a combination of those, you know, star players, Buxton, Ramirez, that are having great seasons, um, as well as some of those cheaper players that have been surprises that, you know, when they get introduced to the set at the beginning of the Major League Baseball season, they may have been $1 million players or, or less, and are, you know, performing as if they're $10 million players. So their cards right now, at this point in time, look like $10 million cards. So some examples there is like Dylan Peters for the Pirates, who's only given up two hits in 17 innings this year. So he looks like a, you know, a Cy Young pitcher card right now with no hits on his card. Jason Adam, a reliever for the Rays, is another example, right? Only three hits, you know, no hits on his card. So um, the interesting thing is that could change very quickly. So there was... You know, there was an example this week where, again, a, a, a cheaper player that not many have heard of because it's a reliever that's off to, off to a hot start this season, James Norwood for the Phillies. He had one of these lights out cards, cheap player, um, you know, that a lot of people were scooping up, but then he gave up seven hits over, you know, two thirds of an inning in his last two outings this week. So he's back to the trash pile and and you try someone else. So that's kind of the, the interesting nuance of, of the game, right? And same thing for hitters. Um, you know, some of the players that are less than two and a half million that are, you know, having really big seasons. I'm thinking about, you know, Eric Hosmer, Taylor Ward, some of those guys, those, I mean, those are the, you know, the, the cards you'd really want to get, you know, mixed in with the, you know, Acuna's and, and Ramirez's and Buxton types that are, you know, the core of your team um, that are those superstar types that are really going to give you value at a, at a cheaper, at a cheaper price. Right. For you, I, I are is it a good thing to like still look at your big positions, or is it more of a thing to where, you know, when I'm drafting, I'm thinking positionary a bit when I'm auto drafting because, but so this seems like it, you wouldn't really auto draft like, dude, I got to get a shortstop. If not, I'm not going to get a guy with any type of defense. I got to get him first. That type of stuff. Is there any of that that kind of goes in, or is it really about more being that flexible, you know? 
Um, I think there's a little bit of both. I mean, you're still building your team the way you normally build it. So if you're, you know, someone like yourself or myself that, that values that sort of defense up the middle, you know, you'd be looking for that. But I guess the, the caveat being that there's some of those star players that had really good seasons last year. I'm thinking about, you know, Marcus Semien, who's a one at second base, but he's hitting, you know, 179 with no home runs this year. He's an $8 million guy. His defense is still there, but you can't, you don't want to own that card right now. He's a free agent in the leagues that, that I'm in. Um, you know, Cedric Mullins is another guy. I had a great year last year with the Orioles off to a slow start, a one E two, I believe in center field, but I've uh, some seeing him as a free agent. So it's that balance between, you know, you want those sort of typical stars, but you have to make sure that they're performing so that their cards are worth what their price tag is and that there's not a better, um, you know, replacement at a cheaper value that you can find somewhere else in, in the pool. Well, and then when you find that cheaper value, does that mean then, hey, you know what? I got this cheaper value, so let me, I need more pitching. So here, let me, you know, I dumped this $8 million guy that sucks, and now I got got this $1 million guy that's on fire, and I got $7 million more for pitching? Or do you more save some of that cash back because you know you're going to need 15 more moves? Well, you save some of the cash back, and the other thing you have to consider is that those you know, those $1 million, those cheaper players that have really good cards, they are what they are. There's very few of those, you know, Jason Adam types that are going to, for over 162 game season, are going to continue that, right? And same things for the, you know, I mentioned Semyon and players like that. There's other guys like, you know, Brandon Lau, Joey Gallo, Whit Merrifield, Charlie Morton, Jose Barrios, just thinking about some guys that are free agents that are, you know, all-star caliber players. Well, you might want to stash one of those on your bench. You do have that 100 million salary cap. Keep those guys because at some point you would think they're going to provide value. These are six, seven, eight million dollar players. Um, again, star players. So you can be patient with them. Maybe, you know, you often see players will use up all 28 spots on their on their roster just to be able to stash players like that, or maybe carry two or three closers in case one hits the skids next week and he becomes a guy you have to drop. So there's really that element of, you know, really having to keep your finger on the pulse of your team and, and be ready to make moves that you probably think are unexpected, like benching or dropping, you know, who are really star players because it's the, because of the fact that they're struggling and their, their card is, is turning downwards. And you also have to keep an eye out for those either emerging stars or, or, you know, um, players that may seem insignificant, but are off to hot starts or on a hot streak. And they all of a sudden become valuable cards that you need to, you know, you need to be going after in your league. Okay. So that, that comes in with the next thing. So you were talking about the changes. How mm-hmm. much do are these cards changing day to day? Is it, oh, one day the, the card is full of hits and the next day there's no hits. Is it that radical? Good question. I think it depends. I think, you know, one thing for someone like myself, there might be some players out there that have the algorithm figured out a little bit better than me, but there's, there's sort of a threshold where a player and, you know, I haven't figured it out and I don't know if it's uh, the same for all players, but there's sort of a threshold or a point where, you know, the performance will make a more significant difference for a player, Um, especially early in, in the season or when they have a limited number of at bats or innings, You might not see, you know, a guy that's not giving up a lot of hits, you know, maybe a middle reliever type, like some of those examples I've used earlier, you might not see them, 
their card changing quickly, but then, you know, they might have a two inning outing the next day. And then all of a sudden you've got a lights out card. So there is, you know, that that's part of the intrigue of, of the daily game for me, quite frankly, is that it keeps you on your toes. We don't quite know, at least a lot of us, even experienced players don't quite know when those cards are going to change. So you, you know, you have to sort of be watching for that, or you can sort of, you know, speculate that it's going to change. There was a, you know, there was a performance by Rowdy Telez of the Brewers earlier this week where he had four hits, including two home runs. And, you know, I saw some people pick him up that night before his card changed to just the next day, just in anticipation of what might come with his card the next day. And sometimes it doesn't have as big an impact as, as you think based on, you know, not quite knowing that algorithm. So you might see that guy dropped or, or stashed for a little bit longer, or sometimes right away that card turns around, he's in the middle of your lineup when he was a free agent the day before, right? Yeah. Well, it seems to me that there's a little more salary cap strategy in mm-hmm. this than there is in some of the others. Because in the others, you're really looking so much about how much value can I get for how much I'm spending. This, it seems like you need to give yourself much more flexibility than you're ever going to give yourself in in a yearly set, especially, or an ATG set. That's right. And I think you're, another way to put it is you're looking for that best card at any given time, but you also have to do that cautiously because you have to be aware that these, (laughs) quite frankly, no-name guys that have great cards now, it's likely not going to last for the season. There will be other no-name guys emerge, so you have to be ready to scoop those out and kind of recycle those perhaps, or... You have to think about those star players that, you know, Marcus Simeon's not going to have zero home runs all year. So, you know, do you use, if you pick up a few bargains, do you use that extra money to stash him for when he gets hot later in the summer, right? That That's the kind of, the kind of, you know, give and take for your considerations that you have to use. Okay. So guys out there, I'm going to put a link to the sign up for this tournament on the Facebook page and the Twitter for the uh for stratology so you can link it there or go to the discussion forum on strat 365 sign up there john thank you so so much for coming on dude we appreciate it every single time you do all right and thanks for having me on again i appreciate the opportunity all right so we will be back right after this A big thank you today to John Garcia and John Carter. Thanks to our regular cast of characters, Carolyn Snyder, Jimmy Dees, Andrew Burkham, Joaquin Lewis III, and of course, the music man himself, Jeff Texon. All the music you heard today was written and produced by Jeff. If you want to help out the show, rate us wherever you listen, tell a friend, and follow us or like us on social media. Hey, Jeff, will you play us out? You got it, Jimmy James. Find us every Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, on 365 Sportscast 
radio streaming service. Download the app. Makes it crazy easy to listen. See you next week. Same Strat time, same Strat channel. You're listening to the 365 Sportscast Network, the streaming future of sports talk radio. Listen to us round the clock on the net over 365sportscast.com. On your phone with the 365 Sportscast app. And on your favorite smart speaker by enabling the 365 Sportscast skill and saying, play 365 sports. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of 365 Sportscast LLC, its owners and partners, or this network.